Welcome back to the Waffle BJ Show. If you don't know this already, Pablo, he's our producer. He pushes the record button and watches Pornhub. Yeah, exactly. He watches a very specific type of porn. Yeah, it's called German Cockenspiel Dorslam. I think it's pronounced Dorschlam. Been a while since I watched some Dorschlam. Dorschlam is is where you you get the German penis, and it must be a German penis. Put it into the door and just go to town on it in the door. Bang, 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 slam, slam, slam. He he loves a bit of it. Cockenspiel Dorschlam. Waffle BJ. Waffle BJ. Sponsored by Waffle Bee Juice. Drink it now. Drink it proud. Drink it in the mouth hole. You know who I want to meet, who I think is a really nice guy. And I think a lot of people will disagree with me on this. Hitler. Idi Amin. Who's Idi Amin? He was a, like a dictator in somewhere in Africa. He did a lot of horrible things to peasants and stuff. Oh, so I was, I was nearly right. Yeah, no, but you, you, were, you made the <laughs> same joke. track? Yeah. Yeah, no you, way. you made the same joke. Now... The, one of the reasons I love Idi Amin... Now, by the way, the nice person that I want to meet, Arnold Schwarzenegger, we'll get to that later. I, th- I just think he's would be a lovely guy. Yeah, but he's no dictator. <laughs> well, <laughs> no. Okay, that, that's, that's not the point. He went mad towards the end of his reign and decided to give himself a new title because he was the president, King of Scotland, the film with Forrest Whitaker, that was about him. But then he gave himself a ridiculous title. His title is His Excellency... President for Life, Field Marshal Al-Haji Dr. Idi Amin Dada, VC, DSO, MC, Lord of all the beasts of the earth and fishes of the seas and conqueror of the British Empire in Africa in general and Uganda in particular. That is ridiculous. That's for real then. That's... Yeah, yeah, that's legit. When did he dub himself with this title? 70s. Oh, really? Yeah. So he's not around anymore? No, the British are his dead. You know, I, I don't care enough about him to, you know, actually research him. I just heard about the funny name and went, I'll have a look. Yep, it's a pretty funny name. And for that reason, he goes into your Hall of Heroes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's got a funny name like. But Arnie, I reckon Arnie would be, uh, would just be a top, top fella. You know what I think the best, the best Arnie film is? Conan. Really? For me it is, yeah. Oh man, jingle all the way. <laughs> no. That's where it's at. 100% no. Oh, man. Him, <laughs> Sinbad, Phil Hartman. I mean, you can't go wrong. It is a recipe for delicious, delicious movie cookies. Honestly, I don't, I don't think I've ever given a second Put look. Put the cookie down now. <laughs> That's my cookie. It is such a terrible, terrible film, but so lighthearted and it does not take itself seriously. It's, it's great. It's where he, he, like, he could have regressed completely 100% to children's films. Um, oh, like, uh, like like Steve like, Martin and Eddie Murphy, Robin Williams for a bit as well. But he managed to raise himself back up again. He became the governor for a while, and then yeah. he started doing more Terminators or some shit. I don't know. Expendables? Why not? Or <laughs> well, that one where he's like a Mexican uh, Mexican sheriff. Wait, no, that's Mel Gibson. Get the gringo. Yeah, is that? No, he's a prisoner. Oh, that's not. <laughs> that's the furthest. He's a prisoner. <laughs> prisoner in a Mexican prison. Right. Yeah, that's definitely not the sheriff, though. No. That's furthest from the sheriff. Yeah, as you can he's get. pretty bad in that. No, that was a great movie. Was it really? Yeah, it was oh, pretty good. I think it was mainly the setting that held it up, though. Yeah, it was about right. a Mexican prison, which is like a normal suburb in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mexico is like Arkham City in the Arkham City games. They've yeah. just closed off the borders, gone, you know what? Mexico overall, Tijuana, that is now a prison. Everyone in Tijuana is a prisoner there. It's basically Do what you escape want, from Tijuana. LA. Snake Pliskin. Remember him? Pliskin, is that his last name in it? Yeah. Pliskin. Snake Pliskin. Jesus.
We've infected you with a virus steak. So you're gonna save the president's daughter in 24 hours. You're gonna drop dead. Is that... Is that really... Yeah, that's Escape from LA, baby. Is that the plot? Is that the plot of that film? I've yeah. not seen it. I know the pop culture reference. <laughs> save the president's daughter whose who's Air Force One plane went down in LA, which is now a prison, or um, the super virus that we've injected you with will kill you. Get back here with the president's daughter or we will not give you the antidote. That has everything that a good action film should. Is he, is he a convict as well? Or is he like a, like a renegade? He's a renegade. Yeah. He's, he's against the establishment. Like, they capture him. They're about to put him in prison, which is LA. But on the way there, they're like, we got a mission for you. You want your freedom? Well, freedom's not good enough because we're going to inject you with this virus. <laughs> and he's just like, fuck you all the way. <laughs> right. So it's got tough guy, anti-establishment. Yeah. Is recognized by the establishment as being superior and able to do a job that they can't. So instantly the underdog is winning and Joe Everyman is going, Yeah, I could be like him too. You've just described every 80s action flick ever. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the plot for Commander, but with his own daughter. You're the only one that can do it, John. You gotta do it, John. No, I don't want to. I'm retired. I've got your daughter, John. Okay, I'll do it. I didn't even think there was a story to Commando. I just thought it was just uh, justifying a whole bunch of Arnie lines. The story is this. You are in point A. Your daughter is in point B. Get daughter by going from point A to point B. Kill everyone in between. Yep. Pretty much. That's it. And with a lot of owling in the middle as well. And just completely unnecessary And you've got to say something clever to every single death. Like, you can't just kill someone. There were so many henchmen that were named in that film, so he could he could <laughs> say a punchline about it. Jumanji, brilliant film. Yeah, love it. Remaking it. Why? <laughs> Why? And not only is this being talked about, it is in production or in pre-production at the moment. Mm. Who's going to play uh, Rob Robin Williams's part? You will love this. Go on, The Rock. Now you said I'd love it. <laughs> I hear. They're remaking Dead Poet Society with Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> now, I'm keen for that. I've already pre-ordered the ticket. Can you smell what my captain, my captain is I just, cooking? I just, I just ran into Hoyt Cinema and started throwing $100 bills in their faces, saying, Dwayne Johnson, Dwayne Johnson, Dead Poet Society. <laughs> and now, a word from our sponsors. You're not capitalists. People often ask me, Yusuf, isn't it dangerous in Russia with the violence and all the gangs and police? And I say, he's not so dangerous as long as you pay one of them. And then we laugh because he's joke. You pay both. If you had a giant straw, a giant metal cylinder that was started right here in front of me, right? It was open. It was, say, six foot across, right? Two foot off the ground, six foot across, and went straight up into space, through the atmosphere, through the stratosphere, through the sphere. (laughs) (laughs) There's three of them, I'm sure. Uh, Atmosphere. The top one. The top one. Yeah, (laughs) stratosphere and up there a sphere. And it went all the way up into space. Would the atmosphere get sucked through that straw? Like, would it be just a, a constant vacuum? Yeah, yeah, because I see what you mean, the vacuum of space. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the inward pressure on that vacuum of space because there's a break in the seal. I don't know. Would it, like, suck out and crush? I feel like our atmosphere is a kind of seal, so... Ah, yeah, but putting a straw through, you've broken it. Yeah, exactly. We need those carbon nanofibers. Carbon nanofibers. It's like a, like a structure of, of carbon that's so perfect. It's like a hexagonal sort of mesh 
and if it's completely perfect, but we're talking like mesh on an atomic level. Oh, right. People can make it, but they can't make it in huge quantities. But if we could, then that is technically the strongest material that we've ever made. And that's the kind of things we'd need to make our space elevators or space straws. Space straws, that's right. Out of, because they'll have enough- to drink the thick shake that is the earth. Yep, they'll have the combination of ridiculous strength and also uh, enough flexibility to handle like this straw going all the way out into the atmosphere and at the same time spinning around the earth. Uh, that's a point. Crazy, yeah. yeah. Well, that's the thing, but the space elevators rely on an anchor and the anchor is in orbit of earth. So it keeps it all in place. So it spins with it. Yeah. It spins at the same rotation as Earth. That's right, yeah. I would like to have the space straw set up, not so much as a way of sucking out our atmosphere and ultimately killing us all, but just as a way of getting rid of people I don't like. <laughs> so. And uh, congratulations to our new elected president, Donald Trump. Congratulations, sir. Just come here and, and stand on this X. Big red X. It's a bit windy. <laughs> Hold on to your toupee. You fucking maniac. Oral adventure. Oral adventure. Do you have a theme in mind? Just a genre or a setting or something? Ocean adventure. You're in the bottom of the Mariana Trench. You're in a uh, very confined but sturdy study of the arts one-man submarine. You've got floodlights on and a small round window to look out of. Look out window. You look out window. You see 10 metres ahead of you. It looks like the moon. I suppose it would do. All of a sudden, a red light goes off. Wait, it goes off as in it was on and now it turns off? Or goes off as in like, bah, bah, bah. Second one. Yeah, Second okay. one. Yep. A leak of water hits your face. That is from a cup? Yeah. Good. I've, I've knocked over And you were glove. drinking water. Goodness. Thank God for that, because I thought it could have been the submarine. Or is it a submarine? It was a submarine, wasn't it? Yeah, it's a submarine. Right. Uh, yeah, what do you do? Yeah, I, well, I'm going to clean the glass. Clean the glass of water, because I do not want that to get on the electronics. You clean the glass of water. Now it's very see-through, and it looks stunning. You hold it up. Yeah, you can look right through it. The glass? The glass itself, yeah. Okay. It's very expensive glass. It's crystal. Right. And it's a balloon glass, usually reserved for drinking brandy. Right. But you thought, hell. I'm on the Mariana Trench. Yeah, I'll drink some water. From a brandy balloon. Yep. Now that that's cleaned up, let's look out the window again. You see a giant octopus. Is that what the red light was? No, that's still going. Right. It's, got, it's unrelated. That concerns me a bit. We'll come back to the red light. Does the octopus look friendly or does he look like he's going to decimate my asshole? As a Japanese submariner, you have witnessed many a tentacle porn. You are one concerned for your asshole. That's the sound of it going in. Yeah. One of its tentacles reaches out and its suction cups grab onto your submarine. Now seems like an appropriate time to check the red light. You gain one hope. It's still flashing. I'll come back to the red light. <laughs> Doesn't seem as important as the fucking octopus dragging me to its beaky, beaky mouth vagina. He's not dragging you. He's just kind of waving you around a little bit. Gently. Now seems like a good time to check the instruments. You check your instruments. How's the banjo? The banjo is still twanging. Good. That is the sound a banjo makes. You check your oxygen gauge. Mm -hmm. It's low. It's in the red. Like how low? 
How long have we got? How long are we talking here? You've got about eight minutes left of oxygen. I plan to live for a lot longer than eight minutes, so, uh, check reserves. Do I have reserves? Talk to me, computer. What have I got? Have I got reserves? Can I create more oxygen? Where's the plant? You go to check your reserves, you notice that the octopus has grabbed the reserve oxygen tank from your submarine and is sort of waving it around. Do I have lasers? You fire your lasers. They don't do anything because uh, they immediately dissipate in the wet, wet Mariana Trench. Yep, they would. That's on me. I shouldn't have brought lasers to a knife fight. You shouldn't have brought a flammable to a water fight. I see that now. Do I have torpedoes? Look for weapons. Okay, you look for weapons. Well, unfortunately, Steve, this is sort of a more of a science mission. And and apart from the stupid lasers that you insisted on bringing to the bottom of the Mariana Trench, you don't actually have weapons. But you can makeshift the mechanical arm of the submarine to fight for you. Shoot acid. You shoot acid. Excellent. And it uh, it immediately dissipates right, in, the, okay. in the Mariana mm-hmm. Trench. Yep. Again, that's on. That's on. Yep. Fire late. No, I've done the lasers. Yeah, you've tried the I've lasers. I've done the lasers. Make mechanical arm. What, you make mechanical arm? I don't know. Assemble it? Use it? What? Is it already assembled? Have I, is that part yeah, of the yeah. thing? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, okay. Shoot lasers again. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm done with it. Take space aspirin. You take space aspirin. Non-existent, because you used it all in the last sketch. Yep, okay. The mechanical arm, it actually has AI, and it's got a mind of its own. Engage mechanical- hang on, if it's got artificial intelligence, why hasn't it been being like, yes, an octopus? Alright, alright, fair enough. You engage the mechanical arm. It says yes. Plan wedding. Call my mother. Tell her it's, it's finally happened. Again, you're in the Mariana Trench, the signal isn't as good. Swim up. You swim up. The octopus implodes as you go up. You're on the surface. Let's open the hatch and breathe, first of all. Okay, you open the hatch. You have not properly decompressed. You are facing (laughs) a very bad case of the bends, my friend. A very bad case. Most people die straight out, but you're a fighter. Radio for assistance. May Day, June Day, birthday, all of them. The ship, your your science ship, comes pulling up. That is the sound science ships makes. Motorcycle cat fart. <laughs> they pick up your uh, your submarine, which is called the SS Cat Fart, by the way. Yep. They quickly bring you on board. They chuck you in the compression chamber. Your bend starts to be relieved. Well, thank goodness. That was driving me around the bends. <laughs> thank you. Use one potion. Heal. You're cured. Thank God for that. That was a close one. But unfortunately, the Wildlife Society... Because of the octopus. Yeah, you blew up that special giant octopus. I mean, technically, I didn't blow it up. Pressure did. So you have several lawsuits pending. Cast a spell, then. I'll, I'll cast a spell. Uh, what do you cast? Creationism. You cast creationism. Yep. So you destroy your entire life's work in one spell. Yep. Well, I guess you can't be a, a scientist and a wizard. So no, I guess well, that was inevitable. Yeah, exactly. I guess you shouldn't have gone to both schools, really. That was, that's your fault. That is. No, I wear that. I wear that like my robes. Your sort of actions, they eat themselves. They, they, they destroy themselves. It's like, it's exactly like Time Cop. Oh, that's a good film. Where Jean-Claude Van Damme throws the bad guy into his past self. And because they touch, they get sucked into each other and erase themselves from existence. Right. So now you're non-existent. Mm-hmm. I don't exist anymore. You don't exist. 
there is nothing. You never were, so you don't even have that framework to go on mm-hmm. of anything. Mm. What do you do? Fire lasers. You fire lasers, and it's the coolest shit you've ever seen, bro. Lasers! <laughs> pew, 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 pew! Well, listeners, that brings us to the end of another Waffle BJ podcast. I'm exhausted. I am also exhausted, but that brings up a very important point. Eat your vegetables. Because we have iron deficiencies. I have a very short life expectancy. I am not a well man. And that's how you get your vitamin D. Go got a vitamin D for you right here. <laughs> I don't think I can swallow these, Steve. They're a little larger than the tablets I usually take. Yes, they are. <laughs> Thanks for listening.